Hi, and welcome to Real Talk with Rachel, with my wife, Rachel Gilbert. Did you know that God has a unique call on your life? But things like fear, insecurities, and lies keep us from experiencing God's best. This podcast will consist of real talk about real life with real people. We pray that every episode brings you one step closer to your original design so you can confidently pursue your God-given dreams. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I want to start by saying thank you to those of you who left reviews on iTunes, especially in the month of July. A big congrats to Becky on winning the $75 Erin Condren gift card. Today, I have a special interview with the friend and fellow Declare Conference host, Kristen Lemus. Our conversation was inspired by a question a listener gave me after I spoke at a women's event. She asked about pursuing your dreams when you have young kids at home, and I couldn't think of anyone better than Kristen to tackle this great question. Be sure to stay tuned until the end of the show because I'm going to share an exclusive discount code for the Declare Conference that you don't want to miss. Let's jump right into my conversation with Kristen Lemus. Hey, Kristen, how are you? Hey, Rachel, I'm doing really well. I'm excited to be with you today. Well, I'm excited to have you on the podcast. You have been a huge influencer to me on getting this whole, not just my podcast started, but my blog and everything. And so I'm really honored that you took the time to be on here today. Uh, Well, it's super fun. And I love that I could have a small part of influence in your life. Thank you. So I do want to share with everybody how I know you. But before I do, I'll let you share with anybody listening who may not already know you just a little about yourself. And then I'll tell them how I know you. Well, I'm a wife of about 21 years and a mom of six kids. Their ages range from, I kept saying nine to 19, but in a week that's going to change. I'm going to have an almost 10 year old all the way up to a 20 year old, five girls and one boy in the mix. And I have been a writer and a blogger for a lot of years now, about eight years now, And I really am passionate about encouraging moms who are in the thick of it, who maybe feel a little weary in the really good work that they're doing. And I also work for the Declare Conference, which is a conference for Christian women communicators, so writers, speakers, podcasters. And I love getting to pour into women who feel a call of God on their lives to minister to other women, actually other people. It doesn't have to be women, but yeah. So that's a little bit about me. I love how you just kind of glossed over and I've got six kids. Like, <laughs> like uh, You guys, if you don't know Kristen in real life, she is just one of those people that you're like, now wait, how, now what, what'd you just say? Cause obviously <laughs> six kids is definitely not something that we hear um, super often in our world. And I love how, yes, you have six kids, but you still are like, just doing all these um, things that God has put on your heart and you bring your kids alongside you in ministry. And so I just have always looked up to you in that regard. So if you're listening today and you are a mom, you just need to lean in to everything that Kristen has to say and receive it because she has so much wisdom in this area. Oh, thank you. It's uh, it's definitely a big challenge to have any children and to feel called to something, but it's amazing to see what God does with our obedience in those areas. Yeah. So a little bit quickly about how Kristen and I know each other. We go to the same church, Gateway Church, and four years ago, was it four or five years ago now? Oh, goodness. 
I, I don't even remember. I should, it, it feels like at least four. Yeah. It's at least four. I'm pretty sure it's four. Um, and I only know that because that's the same season I started doing this whole online thing in the blogging world and everything. And so I think that the first place I at least remember officially meeting you was in WILD, which stands for Women in Leadership Development. And that's when I think I've shared with some of my listeners before, that's where I felt called to be an online influencer and start a blog. But I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, like I wanted to just find a table and crawl under there and stay in the fetal position. And Kristen, like a, a loving mother would, was like, it's okay. You know, got me to come out from underneath the table and was like, here, you need to come to the Declare conference. And we're actually going to talk at the end of our episode a little bit about Declare and the heart of Declare. But um, you just mothered me, if you will, in the area of like, no, you can do this. This is your dream. This is from God. Um, so that was one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you on here was because you have such that gift to call those things out of women in your life. And I feel like the listeners today are going to be really blessed by everything you have to share. Oh, thank you. Okay. So enough of me going on and on about Kristen, how amazing she is. (laughs) She is amazing, but she also has some really great stuff to share with you. So we're going to get into that. So tell us about you recently launched a ministry. Can you tell me about that ministry and your heart behind that ministry? Yes. So the ministry is Brave Moms, and it really kind of launched the same time in that wild class that we were in together. I had been blogging and writing a lot to moms because that was just the season that I was in was deep in the throes of in and out every day, the hard work of motherhood. And I was finding that I was feeling super overwhelmed with it all and struggling a little bit with the things that I felt like God was calling me to and not being able to mesh the things and just feeling like I wasn't doing anything well. And in the midst of that, I felt like God was calling me to encourage women as I was seeking him and reading his word and just digging into what his heart for us was that he was just asking me to like turn around and encourage the women who were behind me in that. And so I had been writing and doing all of that. And then when we went to the wild class, it was like God just took everything he had been doing and exploded it for me. Really what he did is he gave, he dropped the scripture of Joshua one nine into my heart one day. And I thought it was for something else, but he was like, no, Kristen, this is my heart from moms. And that scripture talks about us being strong and courageous and unafraid and not growing weary, not being discouraged and just knowing that he's always with us. And, you know, oftentimes when I read the Bible, I would read those things as like who they were spoken to in that time. You know, it was to the men on in the battlefield and they're warriors. And of course, God's telling them not to be discouraged and to be strong and courageous. But it was like God put his finger on that and said, no, this is my heart for you. It's my heart for everyone. And I want you to know it's my heart for moms in particular, because we are warriors. We're in a battle for our children, for our own selves. And there's just so many things coming against us, so many things coming against our kids. And so God took me through this season where he just really taught me how to leave the weariness behind that I had been dealing with, the sense of overwhelm, and how to just really thrive in my motherhood and not be so discouraged. And I went from 
like I would spend time with God and I would feel pretty good about my day. And then I would go and face my kids and I'd be, or just life. And I would be like back down to the bottom and just like by 10 AM feeling like I, you know, just couldn't make it anymore. And so he really got me out of that cycle and helped me change my thoughts. And so I launched Brave Moms. It took me a few years to get it going. And of course, I've dealt with some of my own battles, but it's just really meant to richly encourage moms to really help them to know what God's heart is for them. Because when we know God's heart for us and we walk in that and we re- we receive that, then it totally equips us to mother well and to be energized in it. And even though sometimes we can be tired, we're not necessarily weary in the midst of it. So that's what that ministry is. Um, Currently, it's a website and there's a free download on there that's a devotional, five-day devotional. And There's more coming with that. I'm working on a podcast for it and a magazine. And there's some other things on my heart down the road for that ministry. So, yeah, it's exciting. Well, I was writing as fast as I could over here because you said so many tweetable things and not that I'm on Twitter. So I guess Instagrammable things in my case, <laughs> but, but um, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get away from saying tweetable, but I loved that you said that that vision, I'm never going to forget that vision you just shared that really that when you read Joshua 1, 9, it's easy to think, oh, that's for the men. They're in a battle. But really shifting that perspective that us as moms we're in a battlefield and that almost makes you approach your day differently, you know, like rather than from a, Oh, let's just see what happens thing to realizing, Oh, I'm in a battle. So how am I going to prepare for this thing? And it just also makes that call feel almost like a higher call when I view it that way too. Like just more like, okay, I'm yes, this is what I've, I've been called to this and I can do this and God's equipped me and he's, prepared a place for me. And not only that, but he's also surrounded me with other battle buddies who are also in this thing together. And I just loved that visual that I really just burned that image in my brain. So I'm so visual when people can paint a picture for me. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Good. Um, okay. And then, so here's something I love too, that you just said is, you know, you mentioned that actually I remember in our wild class, brave moms, was the thing that you said, yes, I feel like God has put this on my heart to do. And I actually love that you have waited until God gave you the go to like officially start doing some of these things like the, you know, the website and even the podcast and the magazine that's coming, because that is really encouraging to me. But also I know it's encouraging to my listeners because I actually spoke a couple weeks ago at our church. And one of the things that brought this topic on, by the way, if you know who asked this question, and if you're listening, thank you for asking this question. And I want my listeners to know that when you ask me things and you say, hey, Rachel, I would love if you'd bring somebody on the podcast who could tackle this topic. I always prayerfully consider those things. So I just want you to know to my listeners, I'm listening. And um, I'm, you know, I really appreciate your feedback. But um, one of my listeners met me at something I was speaking at and she pulled me aside after and she said, okay, I have a question for you. What do you do? She said, I have all these dreams on my heart that I feel like God has given me. And she said that I know this sounds bad, but I feel like my kids almost are preventing me from being able to pursue some of my dreams because of time and because Mm -hmm. of energy. And, you know, and I know every single mom listening can raise both hands and say, yeah, I can relate to that. You know, it's kind of an interesting 
thing. So I prayed and I said, okay, Lord, who could speak to this topic really well? Because I think that's a great question to ask. And Kristen was the very, the person he put on my heart. And so Kristen, as best as you can, (laughs) share your wisdom and your insight on that question. Yeah, it's a really loaded question, I think. And so the first thing I'm going to say is really listen to the Holy Spirit, really pray about it and what your steps are because I've done the things and I've made the mistakes where I have just gone off on a tangent and I've run with something and then just had to feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit that it wasn't the right time. And, you know, maybe he had dropped a dream in my heart and it was a good thing. It wasn't a bad thing, but I just got ahead of him. And so I've done that. Now, thankfully, God is always faithful to get us back on track, and we even learn from those things. So if you do that or if you've done that, there's no shame. It's just chalk it up to learning, and that can even be something that you turn around and you tell a mom in the future, you know, what I'm telling you now. But so the first thing I would say is definitely just listen to the Holy Spirit and the way that He's guiding you. He does not ever put frustration or anxiety or overwhelm on us. That's not how he motivates us. It's not how he guides us. So if you're feeling that, you need to kind of take a step back and ask the Holy Spirit what he really wants you to know and what steps he wants you to take. And so for me and my story, I was thinking about this the other day when I was a young mom, I had my first three really close. My my second ones are twins. And so they're my first and my twins are 15 months apart. I had all these little kids and I started going to this Bible study and I'm sitting in there hearing the things that they're teaching and thinking, you know, I maybe should be leading a Bible study and having women come and teach them because so much of this I knew already, but I just really had to come to terms with the fact that I had a bunch of little kids and it wasn't the season for that. They were still really little and I was getting up super early in the morning and having to um, just really concentrate on them. And so just really, really realizing that that wasn't the season for me to step out and do something. And it's different for everyone and the things that God calls them to. So listening to the Holy Spirit is so vital for you, being sensitive, knowing that the overwhelmed feeling sometimes I think is us trying to make it happen on our own and not just trusting God and His timing. Because I'll tell you this, and you've probably experienced this too, Rachel, is a lot of times what God does is He gives us the dream well before we ever see the dream come to life. And I think what his plan is for that, I mean, you see it in his word too. I think what his plan is for that is it's almost like him seeing if we're going to trust him to bring it about, or if we try to take it on and do it ourselves. And I know I'm guilty in a lot of ways of trying to take that on and make it happen. But my plans never, ever, ever equal the brilliance and the amazingness of his timing and the the perfection of his working it together. 
you know, even things with like the wild class that we were a part of and the people that he brings alongside of you and the way that they become a part of your ministry. So it's just really beautiful to see how he does that, you know, when we're yielded to him and seeking him in that. That is so wise. And I love how you brought up how he gives us that dream long before it comes to pass, because I can relate to that in so many areas of my life. And honestly, that is such a thing that I really do feel like you have to wrestle through because on one hand, you can see the dream, but then you don't necessarily see the fruit of it coming together. And so then you start doubting, well, did I really hear God or did I make this up? Did I eat something funny that made me start thinking (laughs) something crazy? You know, like you kind of had this wrestling. So two things that I have found in that is one, it is God letting me wrestle some of that out and wrestling Mm. out my own pride of, hey, you know, yes, you heard me, but then trusting him for the timing. Um, But the other thing that I have found when he gives me dreams, so for example, I've been very open to share with people, I feel called to write a book, but I have not felt released to start writing. It's not that I feel afraid. It's not that, you know, I'm being a big chicken and stutter stepping. It's just, there's not been the release. But the cool thing about God showing me that, yes, Rachel, you're supposed to write a book and probably more than one book, which sounds crazy to me because I'm like, I haven't even written one book. And you're telling me multiple books now. But the cool thing is, is even though he hasn't released me to write that book, he has planted that dream in my heart so I can start having wisdom on surrounding myself with other people who have written books and knowing my weakness in this area. I know my weakness is grammar. And so he's like, okay, start working on your grammar on a blog post. That doesn't take, you know, years and hours of time. Just work on it in there and start listening to other people. What did they do? You know, what, you know, and so that's the other beauty of when he does download those dreams to us before they come to pass is then when we're aware of that dream, we can start preparing now. I think people miss those steps so much. I always tell people that like, hey, you don't have to wait until you're actually going to go do the thing. Start preparing now in little ways. And then when it does come time and he does give that release, you've already done the ugly behind the scenes, you know, getting yourself ready for it kind of work. Right. And so, yeah. so I can just definitely relate. And I know, I think that brings peace for other people to hear this, that yes, it's totally normal for God to drop a dream in your heart. And then you wait several years for that yeah. to actually come to pass. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true that that's usually how he works. And oftentimes we'll look at other women and we'll see where they're at in their journey. And because we just started noticing them, we think that they just landed there Mm. when in reality, there's years of work that they have put in years of faithfulness and doing like what you said and just training and preparing for that thing. And that's when we see them. That's when we come across them. And it looks like they've just all of a sudden stepped into this when that's not, it's almost never the case that that is the way it goes. I'm so glad you brought that up because that would be, I would say, one of my soapboxes, if you will, that I wish more people (laughs) knew that a lot of times I've heard somebody say, yeah, we're a 10-year overnight success. And they say that because people think, oh my goodness, look at that overnight success. When no, you didn't see the 10 years that went into what they were, you know, the behind the scenes kind of stuff, especially in business and ministry and different things. So I'm so glad you brought that point up because I think it's good to be reminded even for myself that when I see somebody I look up to um, doing something similar to what I feel called to that should encourage us not defeat us. Right. So what would you say 
practically speaking that you feel, and I know, again, this is where we all have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, but practically speaking, how has the Lord given you clues or a word that, yes, this is the time that you're supposed to do the thing that I called you to? Yeah. So I would say that it's often just a nudge in that direction. And sometimes I'll feel the nudge. And like you said, even before I'll be like, okay, was that really you? Because I know I've gotten ahead of you before, but I do know he's, he has always been faithful. If I do get off track to kind of bring me back and I would rather step out in obedience than be disobedient. So if I'm feeling that nudge and feeling like he is telling me to go in a direction, then I will start off in that direction. And of course, as you go and as you're obedient and you step into those things, he opens doors and just really gives you peace and confirmation so that, you know, you know, this is the right path and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Something that I would say, I know that for a lot of moms, when they're looking at their dreams and they're looking at their children and the conflict of having dreams that are outside or seemingly outside of just being a a mom and wondering how to kind of mesh the two and how to take steps towards that and have kids is something that I've learned is that when God calls you to something, he's usually not just calling you, he's calling your family into this. And it might be something where you're doing this, you're stepping out in obedience is actually equipping your kids for the yeses that they're going to have to say to God at some point. It's being an example to them of faithfulness, of working at a craft before you see the fruit of it. The Declare Conference, I've been involved in that for eight years. And it's a funny story how I got involved. It was totally a God thing. But over the years, I've just like, from the start, we would take our kids to the meetings and, you know, they would be sitting there watching us. And now that it's been going on for years, I have girls who actually come and attend and they see it. And the things that they say to me afterwards, they're just so overwhelmed in a good way at how God moves and the things that God does, not only in their lives, but in the lives of all of the women who come and they see that. And they know, like I tell them, like you had a part in that, you know, the times when I needed you to sit and read a book so I could, you know, work on this. You were giving, you were investing in these women as well. Or the times when my older girls had to babysit the younger ones, like this is not just my ministry. This is not just fruit of my labor. This is also you being willing and pouring into this as well. And so they get to come alongside you and see what sowing seeds looks like and see what the effort is for. And it's, it's a really good thing. It helps them to become yes, men and women when it's their turn. I love that you brought up that point that you said that when you're called to something, usually it's a call on your whole family. That is so my heartbeat. Um, in fact, for anybody listening today who did not listen to my very first release episode, the whole reason my husband does my intro for me is because he was the one actually who was the first one who ever was like, I think you would be good at a podcast. And I was like, wait, what? And uh, ladies, I don't know about you, but usually our guys aren't usually the ones who 
or at least mine anyways, I can't speak for all of you. At least mine. He's not usually like, hey, you should go start something new because they're they're all about (laughs) peace. You need to do, you know, just I don't want you overwhelmed. I don't want you stressed. But he was the one who was really encouraging me to do it. And it was just important to me to almost have his blessing on the podcast because I feel like that's a huge, huge thing because I have absolutely made the mistake to move forward in something and not really sit down and talk with him about it or, you know, really look at how's it going to affect my family because it didn't feel like a big decision at the time. Like, oh, I'm just saying yes to this volunteer position. You know, like I just kind of glazed over even asking him about it. And then I got into it and I realized, oh, yeah, I kind of made this decision on my own and I didn't really get my family's blessing to go do this thing. And so now that is definitely a huge, almost like boundary I have in place before I say yes to anything because I tend to be somebody who I used to be a no girl and now I'm a yes girl and so now I'm trying to find the in between yeah <laughs> um, still being a yes girl but in the right timing you know because I've gotten myself for sure into trouble on moving too quickly ahead of the Lord and Kristen I love that you just totally took off the scariness I even wrote down the phrase freedom to fail and that is giving people freedom to fail and that, you, yeah, you might go ahead of the Lord. And you know what? If you do, he's going to pull you back in in a grace-filled, loving way. And he's going to say, hey, daughter, yeah, we went a little too quick, but let's see what we can learn from this. And let's stop and pause. And then whenever I say go for real, I will release you again. And he has done that with me many times in my life. And so both of those things that you brought up, I feel like, bring so much freedom when we uh, walk in that uh, freedom to know, hey, it's okay. You're going to make some mistakes. But like you said, I would rather be obedient and move than to be disobedient and just stay stuck. Yeah, it's super important. And yeah, husbands are great protectors in that. And if you don't have a husband, then a really good trusted friend or somebody that you really respect. It's always great to have somebody that's a sounding board um, and husbands do an amazing job of knowing you and where you're at, what your capacity is and in your family's capacity at the time. And they're our biggest fans and encouragers, but also really want to just protect us in our time. So it's, they're great people to get that advice from and, and to really listen to what they're having to say when it comes to the, the things we feel called to. Yes. And absolutely. Thank you for bringing that point up that if you don't have a husband, no need, don't worry. That doesn't mean you're disqualified. Right. It just means you've got a different person that you're um, having that accountability to for sure. So you brought up a little bit ago, a little bit, we touched on the declare conference. I would love to just wrap up our time today chatting about the heart of Declare and really just who should attend Declare? Ah, well, I love Declare. And I think anybody who feels called in the areas of writing and speaking and podcasting, um, even those who maybe are on social media and just love to encourage women, anybody who's thought about um, writing a book or starting a blog you know, whether you're just thinking about it and God's just dropping something in your heart or you're along on your journey and have been doing these things, Declare is almost like a just a launching place, I feel like. And we have such a rich community of encouragers who are not only on our team who are working to put this together, but just our community who attend and who are a part of it throughout the year. So our heart 
for the women who come to declare is just that they would have a rich experience with God, that they would know him deeper, that they would sense his presence and that they would build solid community. Because when you're doing something like this, it's really tough to do it on your own. Um, like, you know, Rachel, like there's a lot of hard things that come with a call to share God's love with anybody in any form or fashion. There are a lot of tough things. There are a lot of questions. There's a lot of, you know, how do I set up my blog and like practical things as well as spiritual things. So our hearts are just to really equip women so that it's not as hard. And so that we're coming alongside them and saying, you can do this. It may be tough, or here's a friend who knows this aspect of this and can really help you with it. And so that's like our conference is like all of that and more in a weekend. And then of course our community uh, is throughout the year and just really serves to encourage you to continue on and to keep doing it and to take the things you learned at the conference and to actually apply them. And um, yeah, I love being a part of it. Yeah, so I will just echo what Kristen said. And I mentioned in the beginning that she had invited me to declare and when we met at that class at our church and I attended and I can honestly say that that was four years ago and that declare is very responsible for me still doing what I'm doing today, even talking to you on this podcast, you know, because every year I went, I would connect with different ladies, but then also I always got new tools that would teach me how, and so I wouldn't feel overwhelmed. And so oftentimes, I don't know, I have a feeling people can relate to this. God will call me to something that obviously is bigger than me, but also it takes people with other gifts that I don't possess to make this dream come to pass. And I think he does that purposefully so I can't fly solo, you know, because if he called me to something that I, oh, yeah, I've got all those giftings, no problem, and I could do this all on my own, that's a really dangerous place to be, I feel like. And so he, I do, every time he gives me a dream that I'm like, okay, God, I see that dream. However, I do not possess many of the things that I need to actually turn this thing and make it happen So I always just ask him, surround me then with people who do have those things that I don't have. And that's what Declare has absolutely been for me. It's been the community, but it's also just been the tangible, okay, real life, practical things that, you know, I was able to learn from the women. And so I was really excited. Um, I guess, is this my second year when they, you guys asked me to come on the Declare team and, um, to get to be a part of something that has influenced me so greatly has been an honor, but also just makes me even that more excited about, okay, if you feel a call like you're supposed to do any of these things that we just mentioned, the speaking, the writing, the podcasting, all those things, you just need to clear your schedule and you need to get to the conference that's coming up in October. Yeah, definitely. And I would just add to that, that we hear from so many women who have a sense that there's a dream in their heart, but they're not sure where to start with it. And so oftentimes they'll put off those kind of things or maybe feel like, well, I'm not one of those things yet. So I'm just not going to come yet until, but the thing is, is you never get to be one of those things unless you start. So if you feel the nudge and you feel like God is calling you to something, even if it's not today, you know, like, Rachel, you were saying that you're investing in the things that God has called you to in the future, then 
make an effort to do something like the declare conference and just get the tools you need. It takes you so much further than you can go on your own alone. All right. I just wrote down what you said. You never get to be one of those things until you start. I loved that because that's so true. Like, you know, we have these dreams and to just stop and wait for it all to come to pass. That's, that's such wisdom. Okay. So Kristen, how can people connect with you online? Well, probably the best way now is to just go to bravemoms.com. That's where I'm working the most these days. Uh, You can also find me on Instagram. The handle is bravemoms, or I also have a personal one, which is Kristen Lemus. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-N, and then Lemus is L-E-M-U-S. Awesome. And I will make sure for those of you who are driving and listening, this will be in the show notes in case you couldn't catch that. Um, That information will be there. And I'm also going to put in the show notes more information about the Declare Conference. Of course, there's a conference, but just like Kristen said, we offer so much more. There's a Declare podcast. There's Equip classes. There's our community page, which I actually run. And so definitely connect to us over there and um, we'll make sure to get you all that information. It's good stuff. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time to be on today. I know this episode is going to bless so many ladies. Thank you, Rachel. It's always an honor to get to chat with you. And I love encouraging moms any chance that I get. Well, I think you can see now why I sing so many praises about Kristen. She's the real deal. And anytime she speaks, I lean in and take notes. As promised, I'm sharing an exclusive code for $200 off your ticket to the Declare Conference. You can go to wearedeclare.com and use code VIPRACHEL to get $200 off that ticket. And I will make sure to post both of those things in the show notes. I only have eight codes available and when they are gone, they are gone. So use them quickly. All right, that is all for today. I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.